0: Championship Thursday evening. Welcome to the D.C. Sports Rundown. You got the man, the myth, the legend. who should be very, very happy today as a Nats fan, E.J. Very, very, very happy is an understatement. Let me tell you that. It's and of an course, understatement. you got me, the big guy, KG, hometown supporter. Very happy to see the Nets win it.
1: And that brings Man. us that brings us into our first segment, which is all nationals, baby. If you didn't know, your Washington Nationals are the 2019 World Series champions. On a and they they had a run in the in the playoffs that was almost too good to be true. To 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 win the way they did, five come from behind games. They get to the World Series. No team won a home game, they won all four games on the road. Just amazing, amazing run. It's it's definitely one in Major League Baseball history that'll go down in the record books. It's just a a hell of a run by a gutsy team that just does not know how to quit.
0: You, You know, something this team at one point this season was 19 and 31. They are, as of October 31st, 2019, and they were 19 and 31 over the summer. Here it is, the end of October, and they are World Series champs.
1: Yes, absolutely. And and before we, before we go any further, I have to issue an apology, because on our second edition, second episode of the D.C. Sports Rundown, and you are listening to the Sideline Junkies, by the way. This is our version of the D.C. Sports Rundown. I have to issue an apology because of something I said um, describing Daniel Hudson, which is a relief pitcher for the Nationals. I said uh, something to the tune of uh, he was looking like his dad died. The way his face looked, and I did not mean to say that. I apologize a million times. I wanted to say, dog, I don't know why dad came out and I do apologize for that. Definitely don't wish that on anybody. It's just a, uh, a, mind, a mind fart. And it will not happen again, I promise you. So, um, Mr. Strikeout, Daniel Hudson, my apologies. Hopefully you accept it. Uh, great great stuff yesterday. To, to close out the World Series for the Nationals. KG, when they, when, when they were going, and, you know, of course, I'm at work. And... Um, I saw you know Scherzer, and I saw the home run he gave up, and then I, I saw probably I want to say five or six pitches after the home run, he, he looked like he was having control issues, um, and it, it worried me because I you know I could of course I couldn't watch it, but he was looking like he was having control issues, and when I looked. At the stats, he had, he had through he had went through five innings and threw a hundred and two pitches. Okay, Strasburg the the game before, uh, the game six game I believe got the seven or eight innings and threw a hundred pitches. So that just tells you the pitch value that uh, that Scherzer you know had to go through you know to get out of jams and different things. But uh, I really thought it was going to be Scherzer. Corbin, I thought they might bring Strasburg in for an inning, and then fi- finish it with Doolittle. But I'm not complaining about the results because they got Scherzer, Corbin, then bringing Daniel Hudson and, and World Series champs in the book. So, and they they played they played a hell of a series, man. They did. It, it, Howie Kendrick, man, you talk about Mr. <laughs> Clutch. Mister, I don't want to say Mr. October because I don't want you to get all in your Yankee panties over there. <laughs> okay, but, but you talking about Clutch Game 5 NLDS Brand slam against the Dodgers. All right, I, I believe he was the MVP of the NLDS. Right. NLCS. NL, the, the NLCS was against the Cardinals. The DS was against the Dodgers.
0: But I know he was MVP of the CS. Was he
1: MVP of the CS? Uh Uh-huh. Wow, I thought he was MVP of the DS. Okay. But, I mean, he—he's his bat been on fire, man. Um, Rendon, it is nothing you can say about what he did yesterday and in game six with those timely home runs, the the home run to get it started. Uh, I was watching that sequence. Um, He homered. Soto came up. They walked Soto. And then guess what? I'm watching the, the game on PlayStation view and for whatever reason, my great AT&T coverage, it just froze. So I had to reset it and to figure out, you know, to try to get the game at this point, I'm panicking. I'm like, all right, come on, come up, come up. I'm hitting the, hitting the, hitting the button for the, the game to come up. So the game comes back up. I'm like, finally. So at this point I'm looking and, and this is when I called KG. I see Houston panicking. And mind you, I'm driving, and, and, you know, I'm not trying to incriminate myself, but I'm watching the game on my phone, my cell phone, my iPhone 10. Not the big one, so I I can only see the game from that standpoint. I can't really see pitch count. I can't see the score. But I see Houston. I see long faces, and I see them scrambling kind of like, you know, for its pitches, and I'm like, what's going on? Something happened. And then I hear Joe Buck say – uh, Kendrick Homer. Uh, and I, at this point now, I'm like, I'm, I'm, the phone is like two inches from my face because I'm trying to see the score and it says three, two. And I'm like, I missed the home run. <laughs> Messing with at and PlayStation view. I'm like, come on, man. But like I said, I was, I, I just, I, I went to Bleacher Report. This is right before you sent it to me on WhatsApp to see the Kendrick home run, uh, Opposite, opposite side off the uh, uh, foul pole, I'm like, oh my goodness, they just took the lead. They, they, they This might be it because you know what I saw KG? I saw the same long faces we saw in game two when the Nationals were whipping up on them with them backs. You remember that? Yep. And I, when I, I saw those faces, I was like, it, it, I think it's over. You, you
0: know what? I, I postponed everything I did last night because I, I couldn't sit still to watch the game. I was too nervous. As a baseball fan, as a Washingtonian, I was nervous. I was trying to do everything but watch this game. Um, I watched a movie. And if you're not in the Godfather of Harlem, uh, please binge watch that. It's on Epic's. And on demand, um, very good show. So I watched the episode of that, peeked back at the game, the Nats were down. I was like, okay. I said, I'm going I'm to go take my shower in the eighth inning. That way, I can be out of the shower by the bottom of the ninth, so if anything happens, I'm ready. The Nats were up 6-2. So as I'm getting out of the shower, it's the bottom of the ninth. And they went one, two, three. I had to do a celebration in the bathroom because I didn't want to wake the house up. Everybody was asleep. But I couldn't contain my excitement because these guys worked and fought their behinds off. Um, Anthony Rendon, before the postseason started, I said, you know, if they don't sign him back, it's going to be a problem. He's supposed to command between 200 and 230 million. Hey, that's a drop in the bucket. That's fine. They're talking about Strauss is going to opt out and leave four years, 100 million on the table. keep straws because he was the world series MVP for a reason. And he pitched beautifully game six. Lights out. Lights out. Scherzer struggled a little bit. And I saw what you were talking about with a little bit of, with the control, but it's like after a while he settled down and I was like, okay, y'all might need to get somebody else to bring this home. And I'll be John Brown. <laughs> if they didn't call on the bullpen, and it worked. And Joe Buck said something. He said, "Uh, the Astros may be criticized for not uh, uh, what's his name, Garrett Cole." Yes, yeah. that's that's the pitcher's name.
1: A, that's his name, but the circum—I think the circumstance changed. I think they, were, I think they were going to warm Cole up before the Kendrick home run. When the Kendrick hmm. home run popped up, it changed the whole dynamic of the game. Now you don't need Cole. Now you need offense. Because you're down now. You, you're you bringing Cole in to seal the game. Right. You know, and, so and, and with Rendon hit up, I, I, I think it just happened so quick that they didn't even get a chance to call Cole to tell him to warm up.
0: Yeah. Because uh, they, they said they may be criticized for not putting Cole in to kind of sort of stop the bleeding, but it was too late. I mean, but they're going to be criticized – Hindsight okay. is 2020. 20, and that, yeah. exactly. Yep. <laughs> it, 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 but they, if you see Spurger, hindsight's 50-50. But if they would have won
1: they made, Joe Buck and then made a, a comment, and I was listening to this on the my spotty PlayStation View service. And I don't blame it on a PlayStation View, I blame it on AT&T. That's a whole nother episode. But <laughs> Joe Buck and uh John Smokes. They were praising. I uh, wanna What's the, the the Houston Astros manager AJ Hinch? I yeah. think is the manager name. They were praising him because this unorthodox method was working so far, and I was just like, "Until you lose, <laughs> it, it, you're a genius." Until you start losing, and, and and that's just the way it is. You you're going to get criticized if something you're doing is working. Like, if Bill Belichick came out Sunday and only one down lineman and, you know, put two linebackers in and eight cornerbacks in, nobody could move the ball, he'd be a genius. Mm-hmm. But if he did the same thing and, and somebody ran for, you know, one down lineman and, and the opposite team had 370 yards rushing, then you would be questioning. So, like you said, side 50-50. Damn if you do, damn if you don't. But you at least got to try. And, you know, I just felt like, like I said, that hit, that Kendrick home run changed everything. So, man, congratulations to the Nationals. They're supposed to be having their parade this weekend. Thank goodness. That means I don't have to drive in a mess of traffic. I wouldn't be down that far anyway. I don't know where the par- – I'm, I'm assuming the parade would be Constitution, Pennsylvania Avenue type down that end. So – um man big ups to the Nationals. Uh big ups to Ryan Zimmerman. They one yeah. National. he has been there since they were playing at RFK and, and until uh you know they built Nationals far right. Uh big ups to Strasburg. All the injuries he's went through to come out and just be lights out not just the World Series but the entire playoffs be lights out and then top it off with the MVP. It just it's not a better story in it for that man. So, hats off to those guys. My championship hat should be coming in the mail, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, <laughs> to add to the Capitals hat, and, and ladies, I haven't forgot about you. I will be getting me a Mystics championship hat to just put away. They're not getting worn. They're collector's items.
0: You, you know something, and I'm just, I'm just saying this. The foundation was laid years ago, and nobody, but not many people believed in this team. Everybody thought that this team was going to be also ran, you know, one of the best in, the, in baseball during the regular season, but never can get it done in the postseason. This season, they just kind of struggled, and then, but they kind of put wins together and kept it moving, but they, they didn't make much noise in the, in the regular season. They knocked on the door. And they opened the door silently with that wild card win over the Phillies, and then after that, Brewers. Brewers. It it was the Brewers.
1: Yeah, the wild card win was against the Brewers.
0: Why am I think in the Phillies? I don't. My bad.
1: Because they I, eliminated they eliminated the Phillies from playoff contention, I believe, at the end of the regular season.
0: And that's how they made the wild card. You're absolutely right. See, I, right at that time, I, no matter what. I mean, let me get this straight first. No matter what, I'm a Yankees fan yeah. for life. Yeah. But this is not about the Yankees. This is about the hometown Nationals. And they, they opened the door. They didn't even close it gently. They slammed it and they made a bunch of noise in the playoffs. And now, guess what? They own the house. We're, so I,
1: our next episode of D.C. Sports Rundown. We're going to go through. I want to, I want to know what the Nationals. So we can't do it now. The National Salary Cup is. And then if they have you know, because they, 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 they've been building for this for the last, uh, I want to say, eight, eight solid years, six solid years of World Series expectations and falling short. So now it's just like, here's that, here's that part of the game of the business where now you have to make business moves. Can you afford to sign Strasburg back? Is it feasible to sign Strasburg back with his age? Okay, you won the World Series. Now's the time to retool a little bit. Rendon, how old is Rendon? Soto, you lock up Soto for as long as you can. He's only 21. He's Mm -hmm. a monster, okay? Um, I know they said they're one of the oldest teams in the league. So you have to take that in consideration. And, And look, one of the oldest teams in the league won the World Series. But you also have to take into consideration your guys that are in Triple-A, ready to get called up. They got some talent. So that's a, that's a conversation for the next show. We won't, we won't get into it now. But, uh, man, big congratulations to your 2019 World Series champions, the Washington Nationals.
0: So with uh, the Nationals winning, we had the Mystics win a few weeks back. Year before last, you had the Capitals win. Um, we had the Washington Valor win. We got DC United. Can I please to start this petition on Change.org to call DC title Town USA? Because right now, this is where the titles reside.
1: No. <laughs> somebody, somebody has to repeat. It has yeah, to, it got to be the Mystics.
0: And the I Capitals, think that's gotta the- get
1: back. Yeah, I think the Mystics got pro. I want. I, I say if the Nationals bring the same team back, they got a good chance. The Capitals, they are the Capitals. They got the great eight. You know, um, I know they were they hit with some injuries last year. Uh, I know TJ Oshie got hurt
0: mm-hmm. in the playoff
1: run last year, so that hurt them bad. So Capitals, I think Mystics, and then we got to see who's who with the Nationals far as you know the business side who they're keeping, who's coming in and out that that's going to change that dynamic so um for me somebody has to repeat but let me let me leave you with this tidbit before we go into our next segment where we talk about redskins and wizards. If you're a five or six year old in d c all you know is winning. isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. if you're six years old and you know you're you're in the sports with your mom, your dad, whoever. The Nationals win the World Series this year. The Mystics won this year. The Capitals win the Cup two years ago. Um, the arena. What's the uh, the football? The Arena Football League.
0: The Washington Valor.
1: Valor. Thank you. You just said it and it's in my mind. They won a championship with last season, right? Yeah. So all you—that's four titles. <laughs> You're five, six, seven, even eight. All you know is D.C. winning, and it doesn't include the Washington Redskins, which we'll get into the next segment.
0: (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Welcome to D.C. Yeah,
1: exactly. Anything (laughs) else on the Nationals, KG, before we go to that second segment?
0: I think that's about it. I mean, just awesome, awesome, awesome work. Just awesome job, period. To everybody, top to bottom. Yeah, I'm still in disbelief, brother. It's 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 amazing.
1: It's it's it really is. And I can't wait to see the uh the championship parade come Sunday.
0: Right. And I mean, uh, Saturday,
1: whenever it is.
0: Mike Rizzo deserves a hell of a lot of credit because he had a he had a big choice to make. And it paid off in the end by not paying Bryce Harper. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember when they were talking at the beginning of last season. They were saying, "Oh, in offseason, Bryce Copper could command a record six hundred million, and this, that, and other." Then the number was just very, very low. I think what did the Nationals offer him four hundred million? He said no. He was three or four hundred million. I don't know the exact number, but he definitely said no. So, but I'm, and then you went and signed with the Phillies. But you know what? Everybody's saying it. He set it into motion when he said, "I'm going to bring a title back to Washington."
1: He set it <laughs> into motion.
0: It was a slip of the tongue. If you think about it, that slip of the tongue came true. Yeah, it did. It did. It
1: did. And 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 you know, before we get out of here for this wrap up this national segment, they I know it's fun to the poke whole, you know, at uh Bryce Hopper, but just driving around this city doing what I do for a living, I see too many I still see too many 34 jerseys. Ladies and gentlemen, uh national fan, burn your 34 jerseys. That, that's over.
0: That era is over.
1: That era is over and it means nothing now because they're the mountaintop without them. So burn those 34 jerseys. Recycle them. Put some duct tape on them. Make it a Juan Soto jersey with great duct tape. I don't care what you do. And that's <laughs> something else we need to address. Certain jerseys that should not be worn and we're going to have a list of at least five per team. Jerseys that yeah. should not be worn ever again in life. So, Kevin, let's get out of this national segment. Let's go to segment number two. We got to stop for our sponsor, our break, the people that pay the bills, Anchor FM. You'll hear my beautiful voice reading on that. So, stay tuned. We'll be in the second segment. We're going to talk Redskins. We're going to touch a Little Wizards. And – uh We'll continue on the D.C. Sports Rundown.
0: And just like that, welcome back to the D.C. Sports Rundown. Now, time to switch over to not-so-light news, uh, to the former number one team in the nation's capital, the Washington Redskins. Uh mm-hmm. Thursday, which was yesterday um, Trent Williams ended his holdout and reported to Redskins Park, but he failed his physical uh, they say the reason why he failed the physical because uh, his helmet still uncomfortable to put on because he had a growth removed from his head and he did not hold back any punches since his return uh, uh Unfortunately, the growth that they cut off his head over the summer was a cancerous growth. And they it was misdiagnosed for six years, is what he's saying by the team. And he says it's no trust here. There's some things that happen that are hard to look past. And that was a statement from Trent Williams. Uh it's a the he was diagnosed with a rare form of cancer, DFSP. It's uh, a, tissue, uh, a tissue cancer. And they, the doctors told him that they removed the growth only weeks before it would have reached his skull. Mm-hmm. And doctors told him to get his affairs in order. Say when, when he said goodbye to his daughters, who are nine and five, he didn't know if he'd see them again. Wow. So basically, he had a tumor removed from his skull.
1: Wow. So th- this, is, this is news to me because I, I know a lot of this is coming out, you know, because he's talking now, but wow.
0: Now, this, something else also came out, which I find it hard to believe because I don't know, maybe I'm just big on the family aspect in sports. Even in, in my job, I'm, I'm very big on the family aspect. But if I know somebody that I work beside every day, is going in for major surgery. They're going to be in a hospital for a while. I'm going to take my behind up there as a manager, as a coworker. I'm going to take my behind up there. Hey, you all right? Um, what can I do? What you need me to get? I'm, I'm going to come up there. I'm going to cut up with you. I'm going to make you feel good. He said nobody came to see him. He said D'Angelo Hall came to see him, but none of his current teammates came to see him. After it was all said and done, uh, he said that, you know, guys called him and, and, and talked to him and everything, but nobody came to see him while he was in the hospital. But here, here, He was done in Chicago.
1: Did, did they know what was going on?
0: Honestly, I don't know. I don't think they knew the extent because everybody knew what was going on. If you are on social media, you knew what was going on because before he went down for surgery, there were pictures on social media. But that's another thing. Did they know what was going on? I don't think everybody knew the extent, because they said, oh, it's just a growth. You know, it's it's okay. But that's something that probably could have took him up out of here. You got doctors telling you to get your affairs in order. And the first thing he thought of, of course, as a parent you think of your children.
1: Yeah, I, oh, man. I, that's That's really heavy, man. Because I'm, I'm thinking of myself and my kids and just having somebody to say, hey, get your affairs in order. And, you know, you having to say goodbye to your kids and you are not knowing if this is going to be the last time you see them or not. That is I, – I, I definitely understand Trent Williams' uh, point of view. I, I really do. When you hear more of the story and you hear more of just – like his side of the story, it's just like all you can do is say, "Wow!" Like what? What is going on? And and it takes me to my point that now, now you have a disgruntled Trent Williams in the locker room now. Mm-hmm. When you could have got rid of him, and like I said, getting get rid of him the right way, sending him somewhere where he could prosper. Like, y'all did them wrong. The Redskins did them wrong. And every every which way. So they could at least shift him off somewhere. Hey, sorry about what happened. No hard feelings. You know, we understand what's going on. We, we're just going to move on. Now you got Trent Williams every week. Now is he going to talk every week? I, I'm i not sure. But you could definitely, you see some bad blood there. And, and just hearing that, that
0: man's not suiting up for the Redskins again. No. Uh, they say a team source said that head athletic trainer Larry Hess, uh, who's been with the team quite some time, uh spent at least a week in Chicago with Trent Williams. Uh, they said that multiple team sources called, but those calls weren't returned. Let me let me let me say something. And I'm not playing devil's advocate. I'm not taking sides. When someone is convalescing, recuperating, recovering, whatever you want to call it from a major surgery like a scare like that, a damn phone call is not enough. That's a show face calls. Yeah, especially,
1: so, especially when you have your own team jet.
0: Yes. So that No way in four hills. Doug Williams, Daniel Snyder, Bruce Allen, uh, Eric Schaefer, Jay Gruden, the whole staff should have been there. Hey, man, we just wanted to come and make sure you were okay, but nothing, nothing. but when RG three had to have surgery on his knee, Daniel Snyder was the first one he woke up to
1: and and, and that that's that's why I wonder if you know he wa- he wasn't getting the calls or none of the team because they downplayed what was going on. Because Bruce Allen in the organization, because you know you get to hear from Bruce Allen every now and again, you know he dele- he likes to delegate his dirty dirty work to the head coaches that don't know what's going on, but he just comes off as a snake, and he comes off as very disingenuous. Those are the vibes I get from Bruce Allen when he's speaking, so unless you know, like I said Trent. Trent obviously feels some type of way, and he has every right to. And the only way I can justify people not showing up or calling because, you know, guys have routine surgeries all the time. And if the if the Redskins were downplaying what was going on to kind of hide what, you know, their blunder, then you wouldn't have known what was going on. You understand? You 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 wouldn't mm-hmm. have known the severity that this man had to say, kiss his wife, his his kids and stuff goodbye. Or, you know, just give him that extra hug that he got to go to the surgery. I might not be back. So, um, wow, man. It, it, like I said, I just don't understand why. Because we know if Trent Williams wasn't in a Redskins uniform, if he was traded, he'd be, he'd be fine. And he would have passed his physical. But he's playing a business side of the game. And also, somebody, somebody schooled me on something. Um, him coming back makes this season count. So if he didn't come back, basically, the Redskins could basically hold him for another season. By him coming back, this, uh, it, the way it was explained to me and the way I'm explaining it, definitely two different things. It, like, it, it was explained to me and I understood it completely. But him coming back makes this season count. That means, what, next, how, many more, how many more years he got left on his deal? Two years. Two years. I think they would have been able to add the other two years. So instead of 2021, if he didn't come back, instead of 2021 being his final year, it would have been 2022 because this season wouldn't have counted.
0: Uh-huh.
1: That's, how they, that's how it was explained to me. So Trent Williams is playing the business side of the game. I don't blame him at all. My thing is, I don't care what franchise it is. We've seen it with Jalen Ramsey. We've seen it with Anthony Davis. We've seen it with uh, whoever you want to name. When, t- when somebody says they don't want to play for your organization, your team no more, you know, you sit down, and especially if it's an Anthony Davis, if it's a Jalen Ramsey, you try to sit down and work things out. And because these are, once in, these are generational players, these are really, especially Anthony Davis, he just proved it the other night. You try to sit down and hash things out see if you can get to a, a compromise. And if you can't, you got to respect that player enough and your organization enough, not to hold dead weight around. And the only reason why Trent Williams is dead weight because he's not playing, because he's a, he's a pro bowl left tackle, one of the best in the league so to play these games with somebody of this caliber it's just mind-boggling man it really is it's it just you just shake your head and I think the rest of the league is shaking their head at the Redskins also it's just like what the hell are y'all doing Mm -hmm. you know it just doesn't make any sense man I I, I don't blame him one bit
0: well that that's uh quite honest. That's a saga that's gonna continue at least until the end of the season. But uh, I'm 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 happy to have him back, but not like this. I mean, he's having problems with the helmet. It's uncomfortable because say his head's still sensitive. Mm-hmm. It's sad well,
1: to hear it. Yeah, it's really sad to hear, it, KG. You know, I know, I know. That's that's you know for you. It, it really hits home. You're a lifelong Redskins fan, so I, I know for you this is very, very touchy. And it, you know, it it just it's just sad all the way around and it has to be where it is now. So, right. and and then you hear about the uh, trade deadline and and the Redskins playing games. Uh-huh. You know, and it's just like, you know, and I told you. Do, as like if Cleveland really feels the way they do, you'll never get a trade from Cleveland ever. Not, yeah. not not why not why Bruce Allen's in the office. If if what Cleveland is saying is true about what the Redskins did, then they won't even feel called from the Redskins anymore. So, you know, it, and it's it's just sad. It's just a just sad all the way around. You got you know the Nationals world champions, the Mystics champions, the Capitals finally champions, and the team that had the chokehold, the sports chokehold on this area. You couldn't talk sports without the Redskins. and just, uh, just dwindling on the way. They're just deflating and, and, and going into the abyss. And I know it hurts guys like Brian Mitchell, Art Munk, Mark Rippon, Daryl Green. John Riggins, you know, uh, Sonny, Joe Thysman, that watched this team, was a part of this team being dominant. I, I know it tugs at those guys. So it- it's, for it to be where it is now, it- it's not going to change, unfortunately, until Bruce Allen's out of office and you get somebody up top, that knows how to run a football organization the right way and knows how to treat people the right way and and isn't delusional. Uh-huh. So it's 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 going to be interesting to see what transpires because there's another five Bruce Bruce Allen thing trending on Twitter. So you know, uh, man, at a loss of words, but that's what the Redskins have been doing for you the last couple of years, having you at a loss of words.
0: Yep. So let's move on to another DC team. Uh, the soon to be 50 win Wizards. They, I mean, they're struggling. They still got 49 more to go.
1: But they had a bomb run
0: the other night. They did. That was they last did. night.
1: And last night, their home opener against the Rockets 159 to 158. No overtime.
0: No overtime.
1: OK, let me tell you something. I know I give Bradley Bill a
0: shitstorm,
1: but I give him that because I know he can do this. 41 minutes, 46 points, six rebounds, eight assists, 14 to 20 shooting on the field, seven to 12, three points, three steals. OK. That's Bradley Beal. That's how he needs to play every single night. Number three, this is your team now. Mm -hmm. John's not here even when John comes back. You're the young gun now. This is your team. This team, and this is what pisses me off so much about this team, because they'll play like this against the Rockets, and then a lowly team, bottom of the, they're, they're scraping the bottom of the league come in, and they'll play down to them. Okay. I love Hachamore. I keep saying that. I love him. I love him. I love him. 23 and 5. Mm-hmm. 23 and 5. Okay. Burton's 21 points, six or nine three pointers. Isaiah, 17, two rebounds, 10 assists. Mm hmm. Okay. This, this team, KG, I'm telling you, man, if this team can play like this every night, then I'll have to eat that, that crow. They can, they can but it's, it's, they have to learn how to be consistent.
0: Exactly. But, I mean, if they can play like this every night. Now, Maurice Wagner only played 14 minutes, but gave you 12 points. Troy yep. Brown, 17 minutes, 14 points. What really stands out to me with this stat line, is Thomas Bryant with the double-double, 13 and 12.
1: And, 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 I don't mean, and I don't mean to leave him out when I say I love Hachimura. I've already said I love Thomas Bryant.
0: And that's the one they got from the Lakers. Did the, the Lakers discuss? Yes. yes, it is. Now, here's,
1: here's what the Wizards needed to put together three or four years ago when they had a healthy John Wall and Brad Bill. Remember, we kept saying, Let's not even go back four years. Let's go back to as long as we've been podcasting, two years. We kept saying that with back the, the backcourt you had, you need a, you need athletic number three, four, and 5
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, Gortat was great. But for Gortat, for this team, he either had to come off the bench with the second unit and play a different style of ball, half-court ball. Okay? But Hachamore, Thomas Bryant, Troy Brown, Isaiah Thomas, Burtons, Wagner, all of them can run. Mm-hmm. So now you, you could play a fast tempo. It, 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 like, if John was out there, this it would be it would be cookies and cream.
0: Agreed. But think about this. You got, you still got guys that gotta come back from injury. You still had now Moore is playing well. I don't think you have a need for Mahini anymore because Hachimor and Thomas Bryant are holding it down. You don't really need Mahini anymore. Absolutely so, not. And, cancel you, him out.
1: and Wagner's a center anyway.
0: Exactly. But he can play both forward spots because he's mobile. Now most people are like, well, he can't play the small forward. Yes, he's gonna he, he cause matchup problems. Trust me, he can do it. He, he did it in college. Hush. Um, You still got C.J. Miles coming back. Once he comes back from injury, man, it's gonna roll. I like C.J. Miles. Always have. But, man, this this is why I'm saying this team can win 50 games. You got a potential rookie of the year candidate in Hachimur. You got, uh, geez, one of this generation's best point guards, because Isaiah Thomas lit it up two years in a row before he got hurt. And he still showed flashes playing with an injury. So I'm still going to put him in there with at least in in this generation, I'll say a top 20 point guard because he can get it done. And he's coming off the bench lighting it up. I think that's the best thing you can do for him. Let him come off the bench and be your microwave. Then you got Brandy Beagle yeah. shooting lights yeah. up. Give, give me this. He to tip. do it every night. Every night. Every
1: night. He can't be, you know, three, four, 13, and threes. He, it, it just He has to be more. It, it, the team rolls with him. Mm-hmm. The team rolls with him. You know, of course, you can't come out there every night and light it up. You're not going to. That's why it's 13 people on the team. You know, you got to rely on the team, but Brad has to be more consistent. If you, if they want to, if they want to, if they're going to reach this fifty win plateau, you set for them. Brad has to average, for me, thirty two a game. Agreed. He has to average thirty two a game for them to get close to a fifty win plateau, and this is everybody healthy. Like I say, you know everything rolling like it is. They get they got a really good setup. This is something that they built. You know they 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 made some trades. They drafted Hotchamore, and who kept saying that KG? You. I kept saying, you know, you're not going to get the big name free agent to come to DC. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen.
0: But you know something. So, uh, I'm gonna say this. It should be no way in four you know what's that he doesn't average 32. He has nobody to defer to. He doesn't have to defer. You got the green light. If he want a jacket from half court and he's hitting, who's gonna tell him no?
1: And and that's why that's why I said 32, because he he has a green light on all phases of the game. Like, it's nothing, you know what I'm saying? He is the option. The offense runs through him. There is no John Wall right now. You know, Hachimur, Thomas, Bryant are getting the leftovers from Bradley Bill, which is how it should be. Mm -hmm. But I need Brad to average 32 a game.
0: You you know something? Now, don't don't, don't think this is far-fetched, but pull my coat on this one and follow me. If they ran a version of the Triangle I guarantee you he could average those 32. He wouldn't have to, because he's not a breakdown defender, top of the key, break you down off the dribble and go by you. He's not that guy. And uh was it him that they were talking about? No, they were talk, it was a match talking about Lonzo. But he has the same problem. When Bradley Bill gets to the lane, he's looking to drop it off. He's not, he doesn't have that scores mentality. And that's why I say run the triangle. And you can free him up for a lot of open practice jumpers, you know. And he learns how to work face up, back to the basket. But these are things that he needs to work on. But it'll be a little bit more control, more discipline. And even if you switch it up, take the triangle out and say, you know what, we're going to run pick and roll. Run them like Reggie Miller, Ray Allen, and let them get off the screens and get open, catch and shoot, catch and shoot catch and shoot he's going to knock it down he's a shooter but i need him to have that scoring mentality he can do 32 points a game it's green light session there is no way anybody's going to be like well bradley bill is shooting too much if y'all just won seven straight games you think somebody's going to complain that he's shooting too much i don't think he's shooting enough not at all nah he wouldn't put up uh
1: Twenty points from the field, 20, 20 shots, and he and he was eleven to twelve from free throw. So, yeah, and that means you know he was going to the bucket and he got to do this. Every I, I'm hoping this is a catalyst game, a stepping stone game that because Harden on the other side dropped fifty nine mm-hmm. with 30, 32 field goal attempts, eighteen to thirty two, six from twelve from the uh, three point line, and seventeen of eighteen from the free throw. So I am hope Brad saw that and be like, man, I, 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 I can hang with Harden because he's not on that level. He's not Which, on that level. I want him to get there.
0: You, you know, the only reason why the, the Wizards lost his game, right? Why? Defense failed in the fourth quarter. This game was close the whole entire way. I mean, when I say close, I mean it was close the whole way and what happened fourth quarter rolls around and they gave up hold on let me let me see first quarter they gave up 35 it was 35 34 rockets after the first they outscored the rockets 43 41 in the second they outscored the rockets 45 35 in the third so you're up the rockets blew it open scored 48 points in the fourth the wizards only scored 41 they ran out of gas this game was won I don't know what point, because I didn't watch the Wizards game. I was too busy watching baseball. But at some point in the fourth quarter, things started to fall apart. They went on the run. They held them in check for three quarters and could not hold on that fourth. That's the only reason why the Wizards lost this game.
1: And you, and you know what, what, it, what, what will solve this? Experience. This is a young team. This is... A team that was just put together. Okay, mm-hmm. so they're young into the season. They have to learn how to win. They have to learn and play how together. To play together. They have to learn how to close games out. They had just have they they they're still learning each other. You're talking about new pieces: um, uh, you know Isaiah Thomas. You when you said CJ Miles coming back, mm-hmm. all these players Hachemore, all these players are, are brand new to the Wizards. So, you know, um, uh, Wagner, when they get the communication down, when they start knowing each other, jailing, I think you'll see, you know, tougher defense. Um, Because I'm surprised. I don't think Harchemore had a block in the game, which is kind of surprising for me. Uh, No, Uh, Thomas Bryant had four blocks, though. So, yeah. Yeah. it can come together. It can come together. It's still early. So, now, I feel optimistic. I don't know about 50 wins. I'm still going to hold 42, 43. So, yeah. But uh, looking good, man. Looking good. I just don't want them to get, you know, oh, you know, we scored 158 against the Rockets and get big-headed and be like, uh, other teams will know that. And the other teams coming in here and be like, we don't care what you scored against the Rockets. Y'all lost. And he got another L. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I'm worried about. I, I that's what I want them to try to to avoid.
0: So we'll see.
1: We will see.
0: You know what? I was looking at this uh the box score. I was looking at the Houston side, and Russell Westbrook had a triple double. But I did not know that Tabo Cephalosha was still in the daggone on lead. Who he play for? He plays for Houston. He he's a He's mm. a typical defensive stopper. He was a former bull. He was a part of uh the baby bulls back in from 06 to 09. So when they were putting all of that together, he was a part of that baby, the the resurgent baby bulls. And I I'm surprised he's still in the league, because to think about it, uh Ben Gordon's gone. Um Deng just retired early this year, early this season, I should say. Uh still getting paid by the Lakers. Um, who else? Uh, Kirk Heinrich retired, and it's not many of the baby bulls still left. I mean, ain't babies no more. Just wow! I mean, I was shocked to see him still in the league, but (laughs) oh man, well, hey,
1: time to finish up this DC sports rundown.
0: Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm. I can honestly say I'm happy. I'm I'm not only happy, you know, for various reasons family and and health and everything like that but I'm happy to say I'm a Washingtonian. I'm a part of the DMV. And, you know, Nats' part went crazy. They didn't, you would have thought that the game was here. It went crazy. (laughs) last night and just the, 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 the outpouring of love and high fives and everybody just being so happy you got longtime national fans that have seen nothing but dark days pretty much because when you lose you, you got the best record in baseball and you lose in the NLDS every year those days are dark but to see them finally see the light at the end of the tunnel tears of joy It's nothing like it in the world. And it didn't matter, black, white, Hispanic. Um, It didn't matter. I mean, everybody was just so happy. Some people say the reason why (laughs) the uh, Nationals won because uh, Juan Soto had on New Balance, which is kind of like the official, unofficial shoe of the DMV. You know, we've been wearing new balance since the 70s and 80s. And, you know, anybody that's in my generation, B's generation, the 993s, the 996s, you you know what I'm talking about when you go by numbers. We didn't we didn't call them by name. You knew the numbers of your new balance. He had on New Balance last night. And I think that was just that was an omen that it was supposed to happen. I'll I'll put it there and I'll leave it there. But I'm just happy.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's all we got for tonight for DC Sports Rundown, episode number three. Um, give a shout out to our social media manager, KG, uh, content creator, KG. And we both produce, so we'll we'll take all we we'll both take credit for that. <laughs> but hey man, we hope you enjoyed the show. Stay tuned. For the next episode of the DC Rundown, um, like always, you can reach us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Sideline Junkies, uh, email sideline junkies twenty four seven at gmail dot com. Um, that's it for us. I'm BJ, Big KG. We out of here, baby.
0: We'll holler. This has been another Sideline Junkies production, sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show ID, you can always email the fellas, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.